Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. I think I've mentioned this in past podcasts, but one of the things I find so interesting about law is that uh, much of what happens is based on past cases, previous events, some some dating back decades in, in different instances, yet our evolving technology, economy, and society constantly create previously unimagined scenarios to which laws must, again, be applied. So we're going to take a look at that uh, today. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell. Um, I'm pleased to be back with you again for for a discussion, and as you might have guessed, we're going to look at something new uh, in in the legal field. As any traveler knows, uh, how we book a place to stay when when on the road for for business or vacation has taken on a, a new approach with the advent of services like Airbnb. And today, Lavelle Law Attorney Kelly Anderson will be joining me, and we're going to discuss legal perspectives on this new service and uh, some recent legislation around it. So uh, we have a lot to do. Good morning, Kelly. Thanks for taking the time to join me today. Good to be here. Now, you know, as I mentioned, many savvy travelers have, have tapped into Airbnb and have been doing, been doing so for some time now when, when booking places to stay. Uh, for those who are not really completely aware of the service or what it does, can you give us a quick description of Airbnb? Sure, sure. You know, just like you alluded to, not long ago, if you were going on a vacation, visiting another city, you'd go to Travelocity, maybe you'd work through a, a travel agency. But um, with sort of the, the economy crash, fresh ideas come to play, um, there's sort of a sharing economy now with things like Uber and Lyft and um Travel, Airbnb is an online service where anyone with a space to rent, whether it's their home, their rental apartment, et cetera, can connect and need a place to stay. And often this is at you know rates much lower than the rates at hotels. So um, Airbnb charges a small fee to hosts, such as you, know, you or I renting out a, our house or a room in our house. Um, and this model has worked very well for them, and they're valued now at like $10 billion. But um, the primary source of their revenue comes from service fees, from booking. So depending on the size of reservations, guests are required to pay a fee to Airbnb, and then also hosts are charged a fee to cover the processing of guest payments through Airbnb. Um, until recently, there hasn't been a lot of local oversight of Airbnb, but now we're starting to see things um, coming up. So, And it, it seems like a very simple concept, you know, really one rooted in, in basic economics. You connect buyers with, with people who have inventory of, of what those buyers want, and it's a great service that, that does that. Um, what what concerns come with this type of activity in an open marketplace, though? Oh, did we lose you, Kelly? Right, let's hold on here and see if we can get Kelly back on the line. Um, we've lost her momentarily. This is Jim Mitchell. We're on uh, uh, Chicago's Legal Latte today, and we're talking to Attorney Kelly Anderson about uh, Airbnb. And um, we are having a little difficulty. Uh, Kelly's phone was having some problems. She dialed in on a secondary line just moments ago, and we'll see if we can get her back in here in just a minute to continue the conversation. Um, 
until then, I'll give you a quick reminder that uh, Kelly is with Lavelle Law. You can find information about the firm at lavellelaw.com. And um, uh, I think we've got her back on the line there. So, Kelly, you're back with us. I was just, I was just asking about I um, am. I'm not yeah. sure what happened, yeah. but <laughs> I apologize. That's fine. That's fine. We kept things moving for you here uh, a little bit. Um, just mentioning the website, lavellelaw.com, where people can get more information. But let's get back to our conversation. Absolutely. And I was asking about, sure. um, you know, what, what sort of issues arise when, when a service like this launches? It, it seems like a, a good matching system, but, but what should people be aware of when they use it? Well, here's the thing. While Airbnb sort of sets some rules for people using the site and, and instructs you to pay attention to your local regulations, legal liability is really falling on the user, not Airbnb. Um, there's no policing by Airbnb aside from you just registering with them. So there are local laws coming up, and you know some of the, some of the things that um, we're seeing or hearing about are things like um, you know, not only local or municipal laws, but condo associations or homeowners associations, their rules didn't ever really contemplate something like this. Condo association rules contemplated rental restrictions on people renting out condos, um, you know, on a year-to-year basis. But um, something like this, these sort of temporary home sharing ideas weren't contemplated. So that's becoming an issue with, you know, unit owners and associations that um, maybe don't want this sort of transient um, person to come, you know, come stay in their mm-hmm. association. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, and, you know, and, there are, go ahead. Well, I, I think you had also mentioned, I was curious, so you mentioned ordinances and things and, what, tell me about municipalities, and I think the city of Chicago has actually put some ordinances in place recently. What, what, what exactly did they do, and what have other places done? Exactly. Well, in, in Chicago, in January of this year, Mayor Emanuel announced the house-sharing ordinance, basically um, addressing this new sort of, of, uh, of, of business. And this ordinance now requires, and it was passed in June, the ordinance requires all hosts, people renting out their homes or shared housing um, to get a license. They then have to pay a 4% tax on any of their rentals, which is on top of Chicago's existing 17.4% hotel tax. So essentially a 21% tax. Um, People also must pay a $60 charge um, to the city, which is intended to subsidize the cost of enforcing these new rules. And then also um, Chicago is actually charging Airbnb a $10,000 license fee, but that's just a one, you know, one-time fee. They're just paying that to, um, to, to be um, part of the market in Chicago. There's also restrictions on the number of allowable units in buildings. In single-family homes, only primary residences can be rented. In homes with two to four units, only primary residences can be rented, and only one unit per building can be rented in those smaller um, apartment buildings. Buildings with more than five units then will be limited um, to dwelling to a quarter of the total number of dwelling units or six units, whichever is less. So if a building has 100 units, the cap is still going to be six units. And then um, one of the other ones, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, were there specific issues that the city saw that caused them to start to implement these rules, or was it just proactive on their part? I think um, probably the there's some loud opposition from the hotel industry who is losing business due to Airbnb, and I think that's probably 
um, it, it, that's what it's in response to, and also constituents who maybe in um, associate homeowners associations and even um, you know downtown Chicago where this is happening more. If if people are coming in and being rowdy, there's that sort of um, noise too coming from residents that don't want this happening. This is a commercial industry coming into their um, you know residential area. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and obviously the, the revenue source for the city or any other location that does this is significant. I mean, you mentioned the, the uh, tax. Uh, is this something that you're aware of that the city is going to be able to enforce? Can they, can they have a, a team that actually tracks what's going on and make sure that they're getting that tax revenue that they're anticipating? Well, I think I think that remains to be seen. Um, you know, there's a commissioner, the commissioner of the, uh, what's the name of the, uh, why can't I think of the name? But there is a commissioner that's going to be sort of um, policing this, and you have to register. And if you don't register, the penalties can be anywhere from fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars to possible um, jail time. So um, it's the penalties are there, um, and and at this point, it remains to be seen how well the policing will work. But if you're not registering, you are subject to fines. And, and what about, have you seen, I don't know if you've had a chance to actually see the legislature, the, the regulations that the city passed, are there any loopholes that have sort of surfaced in, in terms of uh, what may have been missed and what was put in that uh, legislation? Yeah, and I think um, a lot of people are arguing that the restrictions are really not, not very restrictive. Um, for instance, people who want to go over the one-unit rental cap in buildings will be allowed or get an opportunity to demonstrate by way of a hearing in front of the Department of, and it's the Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection, that they're suffering from a burden because of such caps. Because a lot of people are going to, you know, tell you that the reason they're doing this is to make ends meet. And that's, you know, what happened as a result of the, the recession and, and economic problems. This is just another way for people to, you know, make money. And um, mm-hmm. so that's, one way that they're going to be able to sort of get around things is possibly by um, demonstrating that they that's a burden to them to not be able to do this. Um, and what you know how these hearings play out is unknown at this point, but affording people a chance to be heard could rise to or give rise to inconsistent results. Um, there's another provision in areas with single-family homes where residents can gather signatures on petitions to either outlaw new home sharing listings in their precinct altogether or allow them only in primary residences of the people listing the property. If a petition gets signatures from 25% of the registered voters in the precinct, the alderman will then be able to introduce an ordinance enacting that language for four years. However, there's also the counter argument or the counter uh, way to address this. There's, the ordinance also allows a counter petition to be signed and submitted to overturn um, something like this. So, you know, again, nobody knows how this is going to play out at this point, but it seems that there are loopholes and ways to um, to to battle it. Sure, sure. Now, was Chicago among the first to enact laws like this, or are there models elsewhere that uh, have been working for a while? You know, I think everybody is sort of in the very early stages. Um, Airbnb is extremely popular here, but it's also extremely pop- popular in New York. Um, hotel owners there have taken an even bigger hit, and according to a, there's a New York law, it's illegal to rent out an apartment for less than 30 days if you aren't present in the apartment. And you know, obviously with Airbnb, people are renting it, you know, for a few days. 
Um, and there's currently Governor Cuomo is entertaining a bill that will completely ban online apartment listings that last under 30 days, which would essentially um, you know, get rid of Airbnb in New York. Um, whether or not this is going to pass, I don't know, but it's a very restrictive one. By contrast, um, in, in San Francisco, there's uh, the Board of Supervisors approved a law that fines Airbnb um, and other short-term rental sites, if there are others out there, um, for every unregistered host. So like Chicago, San Francisco has a law that says you have to register if you're going to host. But unlike Chicago, San Francisco is trying to impose a law saying, we will find Airbnb if its users don't register with the city, which Airbnb has a, stands a very good chance of succeeding in their lawsuit against San Francisco um, about this because it's a federal law. That basically, there's, there's laws mm-hmm. out there that say websites can't be held responsible for the actions of the people that use the site. So, I, I mean, Airbnb, I think, um, stands a very good chance of, of overturning this. Yeah, and and you, we've got about a minute left. You you used a term sure. earlier in our conversation today that was, um, I think, you referred to a sharing or a shared economy. Um, is what we're seeing with Airbnb kind of an offshoot of what took place with Uber and Lyft, and it just seems to be a whole new element of of business transactions taking place that I assume is going to create a whole new set of laws as we're talking about today. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, you know, as I alluded to earlier, I think we're going to see, um, you know, associations and um, other entities looking into their own governing docs and carving out new language to address this sort of uh, this new economy that we have. Absolutely. Well, um, I've got a whole list of questions here I'm not going to get to today, so I think that means we're going to have to ask uh, Kelly Anderson to come back and join us again in the not-too-distant future to talk uh, a little bit more about this and and similar instances. So I will thank her for for being with us today. And thank you as well. Um, Please keep an eye on LavelleLaw.com for some new articles from Kelly on this or or other topics. Uh, You'll also find uh, past podcasts and videos there and uh, a lot of archives. And if you need to reach out, get more information, give a call at 847-705-7555. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Chicago's Legal Latte. If you have any questions or topics for a future episode, please call Lavelle Law Limited at 847-705-7555 or email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. 